Why would we want the brightest, the most innovative people in this country to take their hard-earned money and send it to Washington? The notion of prophecy is dangerous and worth worrying about. Yeah, I'd give a rat's ass about Twitter. It's a platform for people that are sitting home trolling an unemployment check, sitting in front of a keyboard. And I just sort of said, screw it, I'm gonna go out whatever, whatever I wanna think and I wanna feel, I'm gonna feel it and, and let that happen. And it, it was a little bit like pressure was off of me. <laughs> Backdrift Podcast, this is episode 20. Lee, I counted them up today. Wow, of this year or of all time? This year, of this year. Of this year. 20, 20 episodes in the new year. We made it much further than we did last year, so that's something to be proud of. Yeah. We have a full studio today. <laughs> yeah, we do. Full studio. First first appearance on the podcast, JP Shady, say hello. Mr. I'm Shady. so excited to be here. He's a little bit like Jackie Moon. He's the biggest contributor. He's our main and critic. Fan, and, now he's, and now he's a part of the podcast. Yeah, our, our main critic is now here to, to share his own opinions. So I'm not a critic of the material. I'm a critic of the short hiatus. <laughs> let's, let's, let's see if that hamstring gets gets a little, you know, shaky. The kitchen gets hot. Let's see that. Hey, uh, you know when uh, when you're addicted to meth, you're gonna take you're gonna take breaks every now and again, Shady. So it's just cool that I'm at, all right. Jonah, uh, Jonah, welcome back to the program. Yeah, Jonah, always happy to be here. Excited that uh, you know we'll get into it. You 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 know what I want to talk about. <laughs> you know you know exactly what I want to talk about. Jonah's, Jonah, Jonah was a little upset the last that. time he got on the podcast that we shut down his Bears talk a little early. Yeah. But. Yeah, I mean, you know, that was the day that they just, you know, they beat the Lions, took care of business on Thanksgiving, and, uh, you know, we're now in a, we're now in a good, we're in a good spot. In the driver's seat. We're, we, we taken full control. <laughs> I, I, have a, I have a bad feeling that Jonah might have a, uh, a full five-minute monologue to share with us. But. Uh, I'll try, I'll keep it concise. Let's get after, let's get after it, shall okay, we? Don't let's, have let's a solo 20-minute monologue, and going to be on the this week. We're going to follow this episode up with a Dolan solo episode. Dolan solo. <laughs> <laughs> Dolan fans out there, he's going to get 20 minutes of solo work after this. Yeah. Um, back by popular demand, J.P. Shady request, the DJ listens to his constituents, baller, faller, holler. Season season long, baller, faller, holler. Season long. Tommy might have to go to the bathroom for 30 minutes and figure out who he wants to pick. <laughs> yeah, my mind but, uh, blew up. Oh, wait, I, I, this, is, this is my first first hearing of this. Explain, explain this. Yeah, so, as well as the for, for those of you who, who are just tuning in to the show, uh, we pick – the baller is obviously someone who has been putting in solid work consistently over time. The holler is somebody who you've noticed done, done some solid work, but maybe aren't maybe at the level. Maybe a little underground. Maybe a little oh, yeah. underground. Yeah, so they're a little Hayden more Hurst under the radar. For, Tommy, for a Tommy example, a little Hayden Hurst action for the holler. Yes. Yes. And uh, the the faller is somebody who either do, has done really poorly this year or started um, as somebody who was very highly regarded and has fallen off a little bit. Failed. Good candidate Failed. this they year would be Matthew Stafford, not yeah. to put any names in anyone's <laughs> mouths, but that's the type of player you're looking at for this. So uh, why, don't, why don't our guests go first? Uh, Jonah, would you care to share yours? Like all three at once? Yep. 
Put them okay. all out there. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, ball. We're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna stream through these real quick. Yeah, just okay. go off the top of your head. It doesn't have to be very well thought out. Just uh, just what comes to head. Your your baller baller. Give me uh, give me Travis Kelsey, the best tight end in the league. There's about two good tight ends in the league, and and he's one of them. So that's that's my baller. Holler, I'll I'll stick with my hometown. Uh, you know, I'm back back home. Give me the give me Tariq Cohen of the Bears. He's he does everything for that offense. He's been absolutely huge. Good good uh, good good change of pace. And then Faller, uh, this is this is tough. I guess I guess give me give me give me the Lions organization. Oh, this is wow. so biased. So biased. And I'm, nothing with the players. You know, my stat. You guys know I feel about Stafford. Very average. Needs a lot of help. Not great, but just the organization as a whole seems to be in a mess. They seem to have a new direction every year, and I know you guys are bigger fans than me, so you know more about the deeply rooted problems. But starts up top, and uh, just as an organization, what's what's going on? I mean, they they, they need to tank now, and then what's you, you? I know Adam, you're into draft season now, but it's are they gonna? I mean, come on, are they gonna do anything in the draft? No, but that, that's my fault. True lock, seventh overall pick. Oh <laughs> JP, why don't you check out your three names here? My three names. I've been thinking about it a little bit. Ball are going to go pretty obvious. Give me Patrick Mahomes. Love it. He's the ball. One of the best quarterbacks in the league these days. Throwing the ball with his left hand. A big play against Denver many weeks ago. But that still is a play that sticks in my mind. He's just he's out there balling. He's leading the Chiefs to the, uh, the Super Bowl. He can put that down. Uh, Holler, give me Derwin James. Give me Derwin James, the Florida State boy over on the Chargers. He's been balling. Chargers defense been a lot better this year. That's one of the reasons they're 11-3. and three. And uh, Faller, give me Rick Wagner. That guy's fucking off. <laughs> some Rick Wagner. JP coming, coming in strong with some prophecy that, that Pat Mahomes is going to lead the Chiefs to the Super Bowl. Let's not they don't let need that prophecy slide, man. All right. Uh, I'll, I'll share my three. My, my baller this year is going to be uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna make the statement that he has been the best wide receiver in the NFL in uh, in the 2018 season. Put uh, two back-to-back uh, All-Pro years in my, in my I mean he was All-Pro last year. He has to be an All-Pro this year. The dude is just uh, unbelievable. So he'll be my baller. My hauler is gonna be my man Chris Jones. Uh, 14 14 sacks as a D tackle for the Chiefs this year. That's those are some ridiculous numbers. Pro Bowl snub, but not that that matters because he'll get that all-pro nod for sure. And um, for my faller, I'm going to go Ron Rivera. Ooh. Ron Rivera for my faller. The Panthers, ever since their Super Bowl, they went 15-1, and made the Super Bowl the next year. They came in last in the uh, NFC South. Last year, they lost in the divisional round of the playoffs. And then this year, got off to a 6-2 and two start and now find themselves 6-8 and eight out of the playoff hunt and Cam Newton shut down for the year. I don't think he'll get fired, but I definitely think he'll be on the hot seat next year. And uh, he's just kind of falling from grace a little bit. Yeah, Clep, uh, I'll, I'll go next, but I just want to give you some praise right there because I mean, you were on point with all of those. Taking New Hopkins right out of those, my for sure baller. So I'm going to need oh. a, little, a little. But I can you I, join I, me. I couldn't, I couldn't agree with that more, man. I mean, he arguably is the best receiver in the NFL right now. I almost wanted to make him my holler because I feel like no one's talking about him. It's, he just isn't really talked about in the pantheon of like top-end elite receivers. But uh, anyway, uh, to get to my baller, uh, it originally was Mahler when we uh, conceived it. So it I'm going to say Mahler, uh, Mahler, Mahler, uh, and uh, Faller. My, uh, my baller, I'm going to have to go with uh, – geez, I'm going to go with Andy Luck. 
I want to give Andrew Luck because there was a lot of talk about Andrew Luck before this year about he how, how he wasn't living up to the 2012 draft expectations where he was, you know, the best prospect since Elway. And uh, Luck has been great this year on a team that really has just been the epitome of ballers this year. The defense is over, uh, overperforming. Frank Reich has been one of the best uh, coaches in the NFL this year. And, it's, and Luck is playing great uh, at quarterback. So he's going to be my baller. My holler. Whew. Wow, man. <laughs> this is tough. Uh, my holler, I'm going to go with uh, Leighton Van Der Esch. Leighton Van Der Esch, fast riser in the, uh, in the draft last year, was, a, was just a big old white boy, 6'4", athletic all over the field. You just love to watch him play. Uh, and he, and he was, he's been great this year for the Cowboys in Sean Lee's absence and really isn't one of the catalysts for their defense. And uh, my, fa- my, my father, I'm going to go with Derrick Henry because I, I had big plans for this guy before the year. And <laughs> he's just over like three, 200 to, yards and four touchdowns. To, yeah. to have the back-to-back weeks that he did yesterday, this is what I'm saying, to have the back-to-back weeks that he did, I don't know, maybe this is a comment on uh, the offense that they're running with uh, Matt LaFleur or anything, but this guy obviously has talent and has been kind of sprinkling this talent every year, and uh, it's time for him to put it together. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give him my father. I think it's maybe just safe to say Tommy has felt spurned by Matt LaFleur. And what was, what was supposed to be this great Titans offense has, has somehow it, it, you know, uh, inconceivably just not been that good this year. I don't know how that was possible. But, uh, great. I was maybe fooled a little bit by the Sean McVay, uh, the Sean McVay little following Sean McVay where he went. And then friend of the show, Brett Coleman, came out with a great video kind of breaking down the possibilities that they could have, you know, in their run game uh, and with their offense. But uh, anyway, yeah, that's, that's probably – I mean, my follower really would probably be the Falcons if we're talking about – this is a team that was my first wins pool pick. Their organization, yeah, they had some injuries, but to, to kind of put up the duds that they've, they've put up on offense, this is a team that really should be at the forefront of all offenses in, in the league. So they'll, they'll be my follower. I've had the most time. I've had the most time to think about this, so I'm going to crank right through it, and I'm going to go ahead and give my baller to the first three picks in the draft: Baker Mayfield, Saquon Barkley, and Sam Darnold. I think all three of these uh, picks have met, and if not met, exceeded the expectations that they had when they were drafted, and all of them are showing signs, especially Saquon Barkley, of being All Pro and maybe even future Hall of Famers. Uh, and I'm going to my for my follower. I'm going to say it's kind of a weak one, but Jimmy Graham. Uh, I think it's it's fair to say that his career is officially kind of over. I really thought the Packers organization as a whole, if you want to talk about follower organizations, but he was kind of going to revitalize the Packers offense a little bit and be Aaron Rodgers' number one red zone target. He was everything but that. He could hardly stay on the field, and when he was on the field, he wasn't effective at all. And for my holler, this is the biggest no-brainer for me, the ultimate holler. I thought the all-star rookie running back on the Broncos was going to be Royce Freeman, but it was ultimately Phillip Lindsay, uh, seventh-round draft pick, out of Colorado, undrafted. or undrafted out of Colorado, coming in and having the season that he did. Uh, so I'm going with rookies for my baller and for my holler. But holler, Philip Lindsay, what a what a season he's had, and hopefully what a career he'll have. He was the first uh, undrafted free agent rookie to ever make the Pro Bowl. Wow, pretty amazing, man. And the way so. he plays too, just like awesome, awesome to watch. Physical matches, just great. Denver kid too. Love to see All that. right, right before we get to these Week 16 games, quick, I want to quickly shout out Darius Leonard. I feel like he was a name. Yeah, didn't yeah, get, yeah. Didn't yeah. get his due, Whatever. but that, that's fine. Um, so let's just go into this Week 16, a whole lot of playoff implications. I saw that there was 14 out of the 16 games this week have uh, at least one team 
that uh, is in the playoff hunt. And then I think five of the games have two teams that are right in the mix for, you know, different playoff seedings or even just, uh, you know, fighting for that last seed in the, in the AFC or the NFC. Um, a few things got cleared up last week, I feel like. Uh, some teams dropped out of the races while others, like maybe like the Vikings, cemented themselves perhaps as definitely the top dog um, in terms of racing for those last remaining playoff spots. But uh, Jonah, Jonah, do you care to start us off here and toss out a Week 16 game you want to present to the group? Yeah, sure. I was just looking uh, at the, the Saturday games. The first one's not too exciting, but the late game, Charger, uh, Ravens at Chargers, Obviously, big implications for both teams, both currently the, the wild cards. Um, the Chargers have cemented their playoff spot at 11-3, uh, what, 11-3, right? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, the Ravens are fighting for that sixth spot. And, well, the Chargers still have so much on the line because they don't want to be a wild card team. They want to win that division, get home field advantage. That would make all the biggest difference. Um, Melvin Gordon should be back for... The Chargers, and they didn't miss a whole lot in his absence. Eckler and, and Justin Jackson have been great, but Melvin Gordon's a, a supremely talented guy that will add to all they've been able to do on offense. Um, and defensively, they're super strong. And then this, I've been kind of keeping an eye on the Ravens. With They've been winning with Lamar Jackson, in it, but it's just been ugly every week. Like last week against the Buccaneers, that was an ugly win. And that's Ravens football. They play defense, they run the ball. Um, and, uh, well, Lamar Jackson, you know, he's, he's running a ton too, but... It'd be interesting to see if, in a tight game when he's forced to throw, maybe down in the fourth quarter, how he would react. Um, and being that this is in Los Angeles, uh, I'll take I'll take the Chargers. But this is definitely a huge game for the AFC. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if, if we want to go in, uh, in this order, but uh, I I think this is a. Uh, I just want to kind of go on what you were saying, Jonah. This is huge for Lamar Jackson. The past three games that he uh, they played Kansas City, Tampa Bay. And uh, Oakland, I believe, and those are, I think are you know three of the worst defenses in the NFL. So he's finally going to play a defense that is you know formidable in, in the Chargers, and that's going to be really interesting to see, you know, what that matchup looks like and how successful he is. Because like you've been saying, they've been winning, they've been playing defense, and Lamar uh, even he has been turning the ball over, but he's been making enough plays to put them in a position to win. Uh, and then on the other side, this is going to be huge for the Chargers going up against an uh, opponent like the Ravens who are hungry and need this win to try and get into the playoffs. Uh, and this team, you know, they need to, get, to continue to be uh, tested, and they can't really take a week off. Because uh, when this team, is, can, if they can play up to their ability, they, they should be in the Super Bowl. So, Yeah, I mean, I, we're all going to go. And I just think this is an extremely important game for both teams. I love that Jonah pointed it out first because it is Saturday night. And um, this is just a game where the Chargers have two games left, and if they can win both those games and the Chiefs, slip up in Seattle on, I think it's Sunday night or Monday night, one of those primetime spots, then, uh, yeah, Sunday, su Sunday. Sunday night, then the Chargers are in the driver's seat in that division, which is huge, like Jonah uh, noted earlier. And with the Steelers beating the Patriots last week, the Ravens are now in a spot where, uh, barring the Steelers losing to the Bengals week 17, they're probably going to win that division, and the Ravens are, need to get, are going to need to get in via wild card. So they're just part of that overall race, and they need to get wins wherever they can find them in these last two weeks of the year. So... It's going to be balls to the wall for both these teams. I expect a high-flying game. I do think that it's going, Lamar Jackson's arm is going to be tested and that the Chargers are ultimately going to win this one at home. I just think this is a different year for L.A. Yeah, I don't have too much to add to that. I'm just going to pick the Chargers here to, to win this game. And yeah, maybe the still hopes they don't get rocking a little bit. Who knows? In Ra all Ravens gear. I mean, it's going to be the Ravens. The Ravens crowd is going to get rocking in the stub up center. Shane, you want to pick this one here? Ravens or Chargers? Give me the Chargers. 
Shady's, Shady's on the chart. Right? Shady's, Shady's blessing. The big has Shady's blessing, baby. Uh, if you guys don't mind, I would like to take us to Philly, where Nick Foles magic. Things just got a whole heck of a lot it's more in the air. Yeah. Yeah, things got a lot more interesting in here here in Philly. Um, and you know what? I'm gonna I'm just gonna start this off this discussion off with with this statement here. Give me Philly risky survivor, baby. <laughs> They're two point favorites. I think Woo! we're going to be on Philly here. I'm, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I, yeah, Adam, this is where I was going to go with my game, and this definitely is the most important game I think out of the one o'clock, uh, just in terms of the AFC South. With we, we all are playoff machine veterans now at this point, so we know that this game, in terms of Philly potentially taking Minnesota's spot. And uh, the Colts and Houston potentially being in the bye, the Patriots being in the bye. I mean, these, this game is going to be huge. Uh, and this is also a huge test for Houston, who obviously has been on a roll the past you know weeks after starting the season off 0-3. Uh, going into that, into that, in Lincoln Financial, with that, that place is going to be fired up. Uh, Nick Foles has got the team. You know, they're, they're a tough team. There's just going to be a tough team for, for the, to beat, you know? So uh, I'm with Philly. Give me Philly and Link. Yeah. Um, I absolutely agree. I think this is going to be probably the best game of the week. Um, and I'm going to I'm going to go a little bit against the grain here, and I'm going to take Houston. Similar to what I said about L.A., I just think this is a different Houston team this year. And with all that time I had to think about my baller, faller, holler, uh, I will admit that after Tommy said Andrew Luck, my first original thought was going to be the AFC South two quarterbacks, Andrew Luck and uh, Deshaun Watson, because Deshaun Watson is proving again this year a little more quietly than last year that he's – going to be an elite quarterback in this league and is going to, for years to come, and this Houston Texans team is going to take them, or he is going to take this Houston Texans team as far as he wants to because he's the, one of the most talented quarterbacks in the league. I think Philly had a flash win against a Rams team that's having a little bit of a natural struggle before the playoffs, which is, I think, normal for dominant teams like the Rams later in the year. I would be scared as a Rams fan if they were just cranking out wins and going 15-1 and one. come playoff time. Those teams sometimes fail. But I think that the Nick Foles hype will get put to rest before the last week of the season with Houston coming in there, defense playing strong and winning a close one in the cold. Yeah, uh, I'll, I, I'll agree with Lee just real quickly here. Give me the Texans for sure. Better quarterback, better defensive front, better receiver. I mean, I understand the, the hype train around uh, Nick Foles. Can he do it again? I, just, I don't see it. I don't think they're uh, deep enough. They still have a lot of injuries. So give me Houston. Okay. We put long poles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. Magic attached to him. A chill went down my down spine when Chase took the ball. Let me be honest. He's starter in the NFL. Let him play. Um, if you boys don't mind, uh, I'm gonna move us down because this game does happen to have a little bit of a little bit of an effect on my life. Is the Steelers <laughs> the Steelers traveling to New Orleans? I'm assuming the Steelers are gonna take care of business against Cincinnati Week 17. So. My uh, preseason bet of the under of 10 wins on the Steelers comes down to this game in New Orleans. Uh, two, two powerhouses, if you will, uh, in the NFL in years past. And uh, Drew Brees versus Roethlisberger, a classic matchup. I'm taking the Saints as my lock of the week at home. I think it's in classic fashion that I take the Saints at home to put the dagger in my bet and, and put that money into my account. The Steelers' win last week against the Patriots did enough to me. I really thought the Patriots would take that one home. So I'm going to go ahead and make my lock of the week. Adam Super Bowl pick in the Drew Brees-led Saints at home against the Steelers. I'm going to go 34-24, 10-point win for New Orleans. 
New Orleans has been, you know, not – I mean, against the Panthers on Monday night, definitely wasn't an offensive firepower type of game, but I think it showed that they can win different types of games, that Drew – they don't have to have Drew Brees try out there and get 35 for them in order to win games. So uh, I like the Saints especially because they're at home. The Steelers, they're just hard to gauge right now in terms of what they're doing. I mean, they beat the Patriots at home. You lose to the Raiders in Oakland. Like, I don't really know exactly what their fate is. I think ultimately the Steelers will make the playoffs because I feel like they'll win uh, against the Bengals next week and get one of those uh, wild card spots, if not the divisional uh, championship because of that tie that they have. Um, but ultimately the Steelers aren't really a team that I see going very far into the playoffs. I really think if a team like the Colts or the Ravens or the Chargers or the Chiefs have to go to Heinz Field um, in the divisional round, then uh, I think that they'll get knocked off early. Yeah, Adam, I'm going to agree with you 100%. And I think the Steelers are just such a, a big momentum team. And if the if the juice is going with them, especially at home, like, and, and especially with the way the game, this is something I was talking to Lee about, the game went last year in New England. It was like to the day last year when they had the Jesse James uh, no catch that would have been a catch this year, you know, and they lost that game. Um, uh, so I just, they, I knew that they were going to go in and be competitive against the Patriots, but going down into New Orleans in that dome, which is just where their offense seems to be at its peak and this defense is playing really well this year, I just think that's such a tough task. And they might not even have James Conner. And, I mean, they can supplement some of that production with Jalen Samuel. Uh, you know, but I just – this is just way too tough of a task. And I think the bounce-back week for the Saints offense as well. Yeah, I was going to chime in real quick. Uh, just give me Breeze at home. I mean, it's ridiculous. He doesn't lose in the Dome. Like, is, I, don't, I don't get – how the dome is that important? Can we play BFL in the dome? I mean, I'm putting up 200 yards and, two, and five touchdowns. <laughs> Breeze in the dome, easy money, lock of the week, locking in. This was also my preseason uh, Super Bowl pick, by the way. Oh wow! Saints, uh, Saints, Steelers. But yeah, give me, give me, give me Saints. Mine's with Steelers Bears, actually. I didn't know. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, dare dare I force it on all of us? But uh, but should we finish this one off with the Sunday night extravaganza? Definitely. The Chiefs and Seahawks? Yes. Yeah. Well, let's let Shady start us off here with the Chiefs and Seahawks. What are you, what are you thinking about this one? That's a big game for these two teams. A big game for Shady. I need Patrick Mahomes to do well. I'm in the fantasy championship in the fraternity league, and I got a lot of money on the line. Attaboy, Shady. Uh, you know, Todd Gurley's, I'm not sure if he's going to play. And this is not on the Seahawks. Yeah, he's not, he's not on the Seahawks, but he's on my fantasy team. We're talking about Shady's fantasy team, Don't be a selfish fuck. This is an interesting game. The Seahawks are pretty much in the playoffs. It's already almost locked up. They're going to be wild card. Chiefs are in the playoffs, so it doesn't really matter too much. I think it's going to be a generally low-scoring game, and give me the Chiefs. Meaning, because I did all my predictions and then I went back and changed only this game and, and like five things changed, at least in my predictions, because the Chargers placing in the wild card division uh, will be affected by a Chiefs loss. And the Seahawks in the, the Vikings, people forget that if the Vikings beat the Lions and the Bears and finish their season by winning out uh, and uh, the Seahawks, who stumbled against the 49ers last week, could have... Could have clinched themselves a playoff spot, but now are back in the thick of that wild card race, playing a tough Chiefs team. 
Seahawks could cement that playoff spot this week. I like the Seahawks at home. It's a it's been a rare thing this year. Usually I've picked against the Seahawks. I'm gonna pick with the Seahawks at home. I don't necessarily know what the spread is, but I just like uh, the Seahawks at home and, and clinching the playoffs this week. Also goes towards my Chargers uh, prediction of getting the bye in the first round. So I'm going with the Seahawks. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna hop on with you, Lee, and I'm gonna take the Chiefs. But I think this is gonna be a, a great game. I, Seattle can run the, the heck out of the ball, and the Chiefs uh, have you know have just struggled containing the run a little bit. I just think this game could be a little bit more higher scoring, and then you got Russell Wilson versus Mahomes. I think it's just gonna be a little bit more in that shootout fashion. So I definitely could see Seattle winning, but I just think Kansas City has better team, better personnel, uh, and really should win this game. Yeah, uh, Kansas City is the better team, but I'm taking Seattle here. Seattle's winning this game. It's going to be a shootout. Take the over. Do not Jonah, take, the, take the over. Jonah and Shady clash. Listen, listen to me. Listen to me. Russell Wilson, this time of year, he's magical. What they, what they, the twelfth man. I mean, it just, it's all coming together. This should yeah. be a great game. I love the Chiefs, and I love, I love Mahomes to, to Kelsey. But, uh, but give me Seattle here. They, they cement their, uh, cement their wall. I want that in the prophecy. JP says under. Just for reference, everybody, the over-under is 53 and a half. Oh, uh, smash that. J- JP's going so, under. Give me a 24-21 Chiefs win. No, he... I don't, I don't understand why some of you... Uh, was it Lee and Jonah and Tommy? You guys all picked the Seahawks? Tommy's no, on the Chiefs. I'm on, I picked the Chiefs. Okay, yeah, I don't know why you're picking the Seahawks, man. I mean, they really struggled against the Vikings in their own place, and then they just lost to the 49ers in overtime. Give me the Chiefs by double digits Ooh. on the road. Coming off a long week where they lost the game to the Chargers, they're pissed about that. Pissed. They still know that their destiny is in their hands because they play the Seahawks this week, and then they just got to beat up Oakland at home to get that that yeah. buy in the playoffs and have that division. Give me, I think the Chiefs take this one away. I think the Chiefs' fate will be decided on Heinz Field in the playoffs. Oh, boy. Like always. Yikes. <laughs> well. Um, give me – I, I want to quick, you know, maybe I not talk know. about this specific matchup. But, Tommy, Buccaneers at Cowboys, where are you at with your team right now? <laughs> I mean, you know me. It's been a roller coaster of a season. I, just when I thought I could I could trust them against the Colts, and I was like, this is a team that the Colts are good, but you're, you're going to be able to run all over them for the most part, and the, which they did for – you know, which they kind of did. Zeke had himself a nice day. But this Colts team just shut them down. I mean, this team is limited at the end of the day. That's kind of what it is. They need to they need to win a certain style and uh, in a certain style, and that's running the ball down their throat, uh, down run down the other team's throat, get a few trick plays in there. Dak converting on some third downs and their defense playing, uh, you know, good shutdown D. Uh, they they definitely should beat the Buccaneers. <laughs> um, I'm gonna pick them to beat the Buccaneers, uh, but you know who who the hell knows? <laughs> I do. The Cowboys are going to win. They should win and they're going to win because they're a good, they're a good team and uh, they're better than the Buccaneers. Uh, I guess the Buccaneers, it would take Jameis Winston having a job-saving day for the Buccaneers to win this game. I think the Cowboys are a good play at home. They'll probably be something like a seven-point favorite, which they should be. Uh, and I think the Cowboys are going to roll into the playoffs with a little bit of steam. I'd, I'd really love to see the Cowboys lose their last two and the Eagles win their last two. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That would be something I would love to see, just as a fan of, of football. Um, so now that we're off the Cowboys, I guess, I would like to talk about another game, and that is Vikings and Lions. And uh, do you guys think that there's any chance that the Lions spoil 
the Vikings playoff uh, aspirations. Please, God, no. Just lose. There's absolutely Just a chance. lose, Lions, please. There's definitely a chance. I'm going to pick the Vikings, but I don't think it would be out of character necessarily for the Lions to win this game and then the Vikings to still get in the playoffs by winning next week, and the Lions just get a better pick in the draft. Uh, I think it's very funny and fit that you were you were texting me the ways that the Lions get into the playoffs, and then they just lost to the Bills. <laughs> I, think, I think I thought that that was one of the. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that happening. To be honest, I thought that that was kind of funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was. I, I'm going to take the Vikings to win in a close one. I think it'll be a fourth quarter battle, but uh, I, I think the, the Lions are just. One of the more deflated groups in the league at this point, and I think that they—dare I say it—even uh, Bob Quinn is thinking about the draft. Yeah, I'm. I'm with you, Lee, uh, and I just kind of want to echo your state. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't touch this this game really, you know, if I was if I was a betting man. Uh, but and I think this is going to be another fourth quarter battle at Ford Field. The Lions—is this their last uh, home game of the year? Or are they on the road? Uh, yeah. the club, you know? yes. It is. Yeah, I don't know. This is, it's just going to be a tough, tough thing uh, for them to do. But the Vikings really should win this game because uh, they're a much better team. So, yeah, I was, I was thinking this whole time. You know, I'm going to take the Lions to win just because it's, it's the bad thing that could happen to their franchise, and that seems to be what always happens to the Lions. But I mean, no carry on Johnson. This Lions team is pretty deflated. I don't think they, you know, they're too excited to, to show up for this game. And the Vikings have a lot more to play for, and they're an overall better team. So I'd, I'd love to see the Lions win just because it'd be hilarious. But but uh, but give me give me Minnesota. All right, John, I'm going to give you your, your shining moment here. Oh, Bears yes. at 49ers. Uh, why don't you just take us through the feelings that you're feeling? You know, last three years in the gutter of the north. Yeah. Now you're at the top. Club Dub is in uh, full swing. I wonder, uh, well, what's the cover at Club Dub? Oh man, it's expensive. You, can, you know, you can't 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 just be letting anyone in there. Got to be got to be got to be somebody. But uh, no, this uh, well for this week, first of all, start up Bears at 49ers. This, I mean, 49ers have kind of surprised people with Nick Mullins. They've been competitive. They just beat Seattle, so I could see it being a close game. But I mean, the Bears just have so much talent on both sides of the ball. They should be able to take advantage of it and get the dub. But overall, in the season, man, seeing them win the North against Green Bay, sitting, seeing Khalil Mack just sit on Aaron Rodgers. Did you guys see that play? He sat on Aaron Rodgers. That was that was so hype. But anyway, seeing them win the North, man, this has been an exciting time. They have so much talent on both sides. Best defense in the league. It's not close. Five Pro Bowlers with seven alternates. I mean, this is an exciting time. I will say, after they beat the Rams, I mean, that was the best. I mean, they were playing the best football in the league at that point. And that gives us fans a lot of hope that we can do this again in the playoffs. But I will say... It'll be completely different if we go to L.A. or go to the Dome. Uh, I, I Even as a fan with my bias, I don't see us going to New Orleans and winning there. I could see us going to L.A., but either way, I shouldn't be spoiled. This has been a terrific season winning the North. The Bears are in the right direction. Trubisky can do something. This team can do something. Everywhere else, they got loads of talent. So overall, to sum it up, just super happy. Glad we've clinched the North early and early on. Um, if we can get that first round by, that'd be huge, and uh, and we'll see where we go from here. So I mean, home more than likely, you're going to be playing a home divisional playoff game against the Vikings, Eagles, or uh, the Seahawks. Would you expect to win against all three of those teams? Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, between the three, I guess I wouldn't want to see Seattle just because you've already played them. That's for yeah. yeah. Already played him. Russell Wilson showed a lot of magic. This time of year, he hooks up with Doug Baldwin. Every year, people forget about Doug Baldwin, myself included. 
and he comes out of nowhere at the end of the season and and is and is an absolute monster. I think he had he had two touchdowns last week and was did, really yeah. going off. Um, they're finally running the ball, and obviously Seattle, you know, they don't have their legion of boom, but they can play some defense. So I don't want to see Seattle. Um, we're going to see Minnesota in Week 17, and depending on what happens this week, we could be resting some starters based on different scenarios. Um, so and Minnesota would be tough. So if, out of any of those teams, I guess I'd like to see Philly. Um, but, you know, if Philly had gotten to that point, they're on their little yeah. Nick Foles train again. So there's nobody that I'm like, oh, yeah, give us this team. Um, but, uh, yeah, home, home playoff game, that's going to be an exciting time. Exciting time here in the Windy City, baby. It's about time we got some Bears playoff football. It's been eight years. We're back. <laughs> so um, uh, the rest of these matchups to me are a little underwhelming. Uh, there are a lot of favorites against uh, not-so-favorites and, and such like that. If there was a, uh, you know, forever hold your peace, if there was a, uh, a matchup you wanted to talk about here. But I to wrap up the show, I kind of wanted to get everyone to pick who they think the sixth seed in the NFC will be and the sixth seed in the AFC will be in terms of these wild card spots. And then also I would like everyone to pick between the Chargers and the uh, Chiefs here to see who gets that, uh, you know, one seed and bye in the AFC, if you guys are okay to move on to that. I'll, I'll start us off because I already know what I – I've done the playoff machine <laughs> enough to know, to know that I'm taking the Chargers – like my the first prophecy made this year to go thirteen and three and to win that division and to get that first seed in the AFC. So the Chiefs will be going to Heinz Field in the first round for the six seeds NFC. I'm taking the Vikings to go to Soldier Field and play the Bears in the first round, and I'm taking the Andrew Luck led Indianapolis Colts to win out, finish the season ten and six, and play that game in Houston. That division two divisional matchups in those three versus six spots. And both games, I would probably lean towards the underdog in, which is extremely exciting from my perspective at least. So we got some good football to look forward to. Colts in the sixth seed in the AFC, Minnesota in the sixth seed in the NFC, and of course the Chargers to win that division. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'll go next. Um, I think that the the Chiefs are going to get the, uh, the, the number, they're going to win that division and then get the bye as a consequence of that. Uh, just because I, I think that they're going to win this week, and when I you know do my math, I think they still have they have the the tiebreaker against them if they finish with the same record. I'm pretty sure. So uh, I have the Chiefs winning that. Uh, my sixth seed in the AFC likely is the Colts. Uh, I do believe that they're going to win out and play Houston in the first round. Um, and then in the NFC, my sixth seed I believe is the Vikings. Uh, I have them playing in Chicago. I think in a rematch if that's possible. I don't. I don't know. Yep. I think it's the Vikings. So, um, yeah, that's, that's where I'm at. Yeah, mine are actually the exact same as Tommy. Um, Colts, Vikings, and Chiefs. Uh, I, I like to touch on I think the Vikings, because they'll win this week, and they'll have almost clinched it. Uh, I don't know the exact scenarios. And then the Colts, I do I do believe they'll win uh, against the Giants, and, and, and they'll get in for that 60. The Colts are, man, they're, they're a good team. Next week, um, man, Titans, Colts. If the Titans can beat the Redskins and the Colts can beat the Giants this week, I'm fairly positive that game will be for the sixth seed. Yeah. yeah. So that's pretty but intense. Indy, you, you don't want to see Indy. Andrew Luck's playing at an – I mean, Patrick Mahomes is going to win it, but Andrew Luck is playing at an MVP level. Um, they got Marlon Mack back and healthy. He was going off on my fantasy bench. That's irrelevant. Lost me a lot of money. But uh, and, and and this this Colts defense. I mean, where did that come from? Since when did the Colts play any defense? How about that? And then uh, yeah, the Chiefs. Uh, I mean, can't stop that offense. They're 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 going to lock up that that uh, that that one seed and and be the be the team to beat in the AFC. 
I'm going to take the Chiefs as the one seed, uh, the Colts as the six seed, and then give me the Eagles, baby. Oh getting, that, getting that six seed. I think what's going to happen here is that Chicago actually has a chance to get that bye. So they're going to have something to play for in uh, week 17, and they play the Vikings. And I think the Vikings uh, will so lose to Chicago lose to the in the last Lions week of the well. year. You're picking them to lose to the Lions and the Bears to finish the season. No, the, the Vikings can lose, to, can beat the Lions, and then still lose, lose to the Bears. Bears. Well, and, and then the Eagles would have to win out. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 right on, right on. Okay, gotcha. So, and plus I got that prophecy with you, Lee, the field. You got that's right. You got the field. That's right. Yep. You're alive and well, man. I'd say it's I'm probably, alive and well. I'd say it's probably sixty forty. What's the best? Yeah, it's probably like 70-30. I've got I've got Minnesota to sneak into that six wild card spot, and Klepp's got the field. Oh wow! When was this made? This was made last week before the before the. When we trimmed the fat. When we trimmed the fat. <laughs> <laughs> we trimmed that fat. <laughs> Episode zero style, baby. JD, what do you, you want to talk about here? Yeah, yeah, I've got six seed in the AFC. Give me the Colts. I'm loving Andrew Luck. I think he's a great quarterback. I think the Colts are playing good football. Give me the one seed in the AFC, the Chiefs. Like I said before, they're going to the they're going to the ship this year. They're they're playing really good football. Love Pat Mahomes. Six seed in the NFC, I believe, is going to be the Vikings, and I think the Vikings are going to go to Shy Town first round of the playoffs and knock off those Bears. Oh, Kirk Cousins and the boys are going to knock off Shy Town. Give us the Vikings. going home crying. Kirk Cousins going to avenge those Lee Murray. I bet fifty dollars on that game. Blues when Kirk when they have multiple opportunities to put themselves back in the game and didn't do it. And I was just sipping a beer watching the game in in, in pure sadness. I couldn't I couldn't get over myself. Dalvin Cook Dalvin Cook is back and better than ever, and he'll he'll uh, he's gonna he's gonna play a role in that big win over Shy Town. Tommy Murray favorite. By the way, for what it's worth, a little housekeeping here, a little Sam Harris housekeeping. I think the collective minds baller for the back judge, the collective minds, quote unquote, if you will, is is, is that man Eddie Jack. Let's go. And, yeah. And the Bears secondary. Oh, and that's that man. collective minds back judge baller right there. We've been eyeballing that. And man. well, I wanted to mention it too. I mean, we need to have a real episode where we like really break it down. But Clef, I'm surprised. Where's that love for George Kittle coming out of nowhere? <laughs> that boy. Woo! He, he got me in the fantasy championship. <laughs> he is a freak, man. I mean, he is. My love for my love for George for George Kittle is is just killed by the fact that the Lions picked Michael Roberts instead of him. Yeah, even, yeah. Even though I loved that man, even pre-draft, I was calling his name. You were a big hero. Been George Kittle. Eric, Eric, see his post-game uh, interview. He's trying to head to the WWE show. Kittle. Yeah. Good man. He was, he was, he was, he left his interview early because he was trying to get to the WWE show. Felt felt like me uh, trying to get the troops into the car after club football game to get back to Chicago for the pregame.